superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Please welcome... Rich Eisen. 0-4 Bears, go figure that. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What the hell is happening in Chicago? And if Justin Fields wants to stay in Chicago, he better keep winning. Because Caleb Williams is coming. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. Comedian Lewis Black. Coming up, NFL Network analyst Gerald McCoy. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. That's a fact. These are facts. And there's the proof. I just showed up on the Roku Channel stream. (laughs) You know, it's an odd way to start an hour. I understand. But just the way I roll, uh, right here on the Roku Channel stream, we're live on Sirius XM Odyssey. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate smart enough to have us. We appreciate anybody who calls in at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Um, We will take your phone calls uh, later on in this middle of this hour. The association is, as the kids say, lit. Um, James Harden is apparently on his way to work out with the Sixers. That's happening. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He has to. So it's possible he lied to China. Um, I don't know. But that's, that's, that's a larger geopolitical question which we'll handle later on in this hour, because right here in studio, to kick off our third hour of the show, my colleague, my compadre from NFL Game Day Morning, NFL Network, wearing the hat of my favorite baseball team, the Yankees, Gerald McCoy, longtime Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and so much more good to see you, sir. How are you? It's great to be here. Colleague. Hey, listen, I I believe the last time we spoke, Mm -hmm. we talked about that. that. Yes, we did. We did. You were on the phone, and I'm like, you know, because you had just done the broadcast boot camp, Mm -hmm. I think. Right, yeah, or well, you're about I was, to do it? I had done it a little bit prior, a few months before, right. prior a month before. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, now, and now look at us. And we was like, now you know, look well, I told you I'm going to try and keep playing, but after, if it doesn't work out then, and you told me, we will welcome you. And now, here, and, and, now, and now I'm here. And now look at it. I look know, right? at us. It is great. And, you know, it's it's great to, to have you on the show because uh, obviously uh, we need somebody with a defensive point mm-hmm. of view and i need somebody who picks games worse than me so yeah. it's great to have you yeah, on the show Gerald. Oh, wow. i am having a hard hey, time see that's wow. how this is not called hazing this is not this it's is the not. way i would say it to irv it's i'd not. say it to kurt hey, listen i'd say early. Early. i've been with guys it i've been early. with a dozen hey, years listen, i don't listen i don't pick games bad some okay some games are picked with my heart like it hasn't been be great. honest it hasn't been great. i picked the raiders games all year with my heart i will be honest i didn't i didn't do my due diligence yeah. with analyst work. It's I just right. said Raiders. Yes, Raiders. Now the Bucks. Look at I you. I don't care how anybody feels about it. I've only been wrong once. That's so. by the way. <laughs> when you said when you said uh, in week one game day morning Tampa at Minnesota, you're like I'm going to pick the Bucks every game this year. Every game this year. Kurt, Mooch, Irv, and I all shared a look. You know, and we're like, okay, uh, welcome, welcome yeah, to the show, see. Gerald. 
Now look at you. Look at you. You've got a 75% hit rate one month in. Not only that, a month in, and our game got flexed. How about that? Did you see that? Yeah, the Lions and the Bucks week five got flexed into the late window on Fox. Motown is coming to the Bay. Hell yeah. Yeah. What 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 nice. is clicking? Do you think that didn't? Is it is it all Baker? Is it Baker? Do I you think, think? That Baker. And I know because again, listen. it was Brady last year. Yeah, now, no, listen. So. I, what I believe is, I believe that the roster is still talented. Um, prior to Brady, the roster was talented. When Brady was there, obviously it's Brady. He gives you a boost. But um, I think that Baker has a point to prove, and I think he's a lot better than what was shown because of what was around him. He had talent in Cleveland. I'm not talking about the talent, but people forget that Baker did go through an injury. He sure did. And it's hard to work through an injury as a quarterback. As much as you want to, you may see something, but if you can't get your body to do it, that's why a lot of people retire. Our eyes and our mind might see it happening. Mm -hmm. But even like take Ali. He said there was a time where I could see the punches coming. I couldn't get my body to move to get out the way of the punch. And Baker was at a point to where he was injured. He couldn't make the – but if you look at how he's operating his offense, I mean, he's doing it. The defense has always been good since, right. you know, coach has been there. But I just think they click it right now. Now, it's early. I remember I think it was 2015, maybe 2016, Atlanta started 5-0, and and then they won one game the rest of the year. So it's early, but right now – Looks great. Well, I think, you know, Brockman, you can attest to the fact that I am a big Baker Mayfield fan on our uh, Overreaction yes, Monday Jerome, podcast. Yes, yes, that yes. is where all podcasts can be acquired. You said he was like my third son. He's your third son. Right. And I know yeah. you're he an Oklahoma. Baker Mayfield. I know I, you're I an Oklahoma Bake. Sooner. You're Bake. an Oklahoma Sooner at yes. heart. But did you just compare him to Muhammad Ali? Did I just hear that? I did not. Okay. I compared. <laughs> I mean, I compared just not that? being able to get your body yes. to do what your mind sees coming. You know, sometimes our bodies are like, yeah, screw you, mind. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but ba- but Baker-, Baker has shown up like the flag plant and stiff arm and He's not, not shaking he Hugh Jackson's so much hand heart, man. type stuff, I man. Think people, I- when people count Baker out, you know, he had the struggles he had at Cleveland, but people forget often because we're in the NFL story now. This was a walk-on who became a Heisman Trophy winner. So when we talk about his heart and his fight and what makes him him and the chip he has on his shoulder, that that, that hasn't left. So he plays the game that way, and that's what they needed in Tampa because it was a point to where. Everybody, well, Brady's gone now. What? Well, let's not forget the talent that was there. And we have somebody that believes. And he's shown with his belief is carried throughout the locker room. Now they believe in him. Mm-hmm. And they believe, hey, we got a guy that we can believe in. We don't have to worry about. We'll do our part. He's going to handle his business. Joe McCoy here on the Rich Eisen Show. So I'll ask you the question we've been asking each other for mm-hmm. years, and in particular, you know, over the first four weeks. And then certainly coming off of – of last night's game where Daniel Jones is now in year five, year six. He looked like the way that he looked. Geno Smith, as we all know, was yeah. is the reigning comeback player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think one of the first comeback player of the year where he's not coming back from injury, just being benched. Lack yeah. of oppor- He's coming back Absolutely. from lack of opportunities. Yeah. So why, why is it so tough to find 32 starting quarterbacks in the National Football League, Gerald McCoy? What do you think? You know, this game is extremely extremely, extremely difficult, and it will humble you. It does not matter how good you've been your entire life. 
at the highest level, you can't just out-athlete everybody. And a lot of quarterbacks come in with the mindset of, oh, I've always been good. I can just do it how I've been doing it. And that's not how it works in this league. If they say you have to be the smartest guy in the room, that's the quarterback. That is, without a doubt, you have to. You have to know everybody's assignment. You have to put in the work. And sometimes you see people be in practice, and it's like, oh, we got us a guy. But when those lights come on and those live bullets start flying and you know somebody can hurt you, (laughs) you know, it gets in people's heads. And that game moves a lot faster. I always tell the, the college guys coming in, Mm-hmm. Your national championship is our preseason. That's how fast the game moves. So when a guy comes in and is playing like C.J. Stroud is playing, it's like, well, Jesus, that guy's he's got something, mm-hmm. you know. But this game is so difficult and it's always evolving. You have to learn to evolve with the game. And you have to – Warren Sapp told me after I made my first Pro Bowl, he said, okay, now that you've made one, you have to start stacking them. The only way to stack them is you can't be the same person every year and be successful because people will start to figure out this is the best players, the best minds at this sport. So every year you have to evolve. And some people don't know how to evolve or when the lights come on, it's just too much for them. And then, of course, there's the pressure. There's the opportunity as well. Again, not just Geno Smith. Just take a look at, say, somebody like Mm -hmm. Jared Goff, Mm -hmm. right? First overall pick. Yeah. Second team, when he was traded to the Lions by mm-hmm. the Rams, the offensive guru genius of Sean McVay is turning you right. down. Like you, Absolutely. And you help get to a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Right? It's, and, and obviously there are many reasons, team game, why you get to a Super Bowl. But when Goff got traded to the, to the Lions, it's just like, okay, he's been banished essentially mm-hmm. by an offensive guru. He must be no good. Right. Now look at him. Like yeah. year eight, he is efficient. He is dangerous. He yeah. is confident. His and team is too. Right. And so I, it, it, it's it's just an age-old question because you see running backs mm-hmm. come out of college. You see defensive ends right. come out of college. You see wide receivers come out of college, although not so much the class so far for the first right. four weeks this year. Yeah, and now all these great quarterbacks in, in the Pac-12 just alone, mm-hmm. you're sitting here thinking, okay, the, the future is bright in the NFL, but – it's 12, 15 guys every year. It's just yeah. the same thing every year. And, and that's why I forget. I'd love to ask somebody on the other side of the ball right. who can see that fear and taste it, who, who's played a position like, say, Aaron Donald making mm-hmm. Geno Smith scream, oh, my God. You yeah, know? that was funny. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I figured out, I, I'm, I'm wondering well, where you, this is, what's, what's well, up I, with this? I even tweeted yesterday. I said, Zach Wilson has all the skills and talent to be a really good quarterback in this league, but his, his decision-making and confidence is the problem. Mm-hmm. And when pressure hits you, like you said, sometimes that can make or break a person. And when I think about the pressure that a quarterback has to has to face, I look at it like a combat sports uh, or boxing, MMA. When you go into the fight, you know you're going to get hit. But – what makes the fighters great is knowing they're going to get hit but not being phased by it. This is what I signed up for. I'm going to get hit. But I'm good, too. So when these quarterbacks go into these games and they start to – that pressure starts to hit them, they have to say, okay, this is just a part of it. I welcome that. But then sometimes, guys, systems make the player. Like, 
every quarterback, just because you have a certain skill set or your skill, doesn't mean every system fits you. That is not that is not true. You can't just take every quarterback and put them in any scheme and say, hey, he's skilled. I'm going to put him in this scheme because he's skilled. No, no, no. Your scheme does not fit his, his skill but set. But system quarterback, Gerald McCoy, is like that's that's um, that's like a, it's an insult. Call somebody a system quarterback, right? And, and technically, isn't Tom Brady a system quarterback? It's just the system he's happy to run because he knows it. Manning, well, ran, ran, Manning ran a system that no other quarterback could, which is why when he went out with a neck injury, you know, the Colts lost a ton of games. Yeah. That Rodgers' system mm-hmm. coming in to this year is something that I've heard for four straight broadcasts every single quarterback or right. analyst that's in the booth, former quarterback or analyst, that former player in the booth, say they had to switch from Rodgers' system because he runs it a certain way, mm-hmm. pre-snap, post-snap, in the huddle. Zach's trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? So, yeah, well, I mean, the quarterback – you can create a system that a quarterback gets used to and what makes them. Example being Brady, I think we can all agree, is the greatest to ever do what he's done. Mm-hmm. When he first got to Tampa, there was a lot of ups and downs. Oh, yeah, it's going to work. It's going to work. They were 500. And I said on an interview then, in order for this thing to turn around, they have to do what Brady loves to do. Run the ball, play action, screens, and then everything will open up. And sure enough, they went and played Atlanta – they had the bye week. Yeah, they did. They had the bye week. After losing to the Chiefs. Yep. yep. And they came back, and the whole offense was different, and they didn't lose the rest of the year because they said, hey, listen, we've been trying to make the greatest of all time play in this scheme instead of letting him do what fits him. And they started doing what fits him, and there's nobody could stop him. <laughs> like, it just – Yeah. yeah. And they, and there's nothing a, wrong with that. And, and suddenly he's throwing trophies on a, on a boat, you know. Yes. Gerald McCoy here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. So – who who are your elite quarterbacks? Name the elite quarterbacks. Though. Elite? Yes. You would consider elite Ooh, quarterbacks geez. in the NFL. Uh, Tua is Tua elite in your mind? Not yet. Why? Because I in order for me to consider you elite, I gotta see it more than once. And we've seen it for three games. Not even last year when he before he got hurt? No. It's not enough. No, I need in order to be elite, you have to have a full season and then I have to see it twice, two full seasons. So Hertz is not elite, elite yet in your mind yet? Hertz is no, not elite not yet. Not elite. He's really good. Is Dak elite? No. Why not? I mean, well, we question Dak's ability to protect the football every year. Elite quarterbacks, we don't have that question every single year. Josh Allen is elite. Yes. Obviously, Mahomes is elite. Yes. Is Herbert elite? No. Why? Um, what have we seen Herbert do that's elite? He's been really good. But in the playoffs, have we seen Herbert be elite? They had a historic game, and he was on the wrong end of that last year in the playoffs, right? Is Lamar elite? Yes. Why? He's an MVP, and he's if you look at what he's done with the system he's been put in, his win-to-loss ratio with all the injuries and everything he's dealt with, and they still come out winning every year, mm-hmm. that's the elite quarterback. But he hasn't won, you know, we haven't seen him in an AFC championship game yet. Yeah, but, I mean, in order to win Super Bowl, a mm-hmm. lot has to go your way, but that doesn't make you not an elite quarterback. Okay, let's keep going with this. Burrow's elite. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, how This is a good one. Brock Purdy 
Is he elite? No. Come on, man. Why would you Rock even Pur- laugh? Why would you laugh while saying no? <laughs> Rock Purdy's not elite. Why man. not? Come on now. Rock Purdy's playing well. He is, but Jesus Christ, man, that roster's incredible. <laughs> well, so hey, what on, if man. the hundred second roster's incredible? Uh, There's so many other rosters listen, that are incredible. He's playing well, and he's better. Here's what I say about Brock Purdy. He's more than what we gave him credit for. Brock Purdy is not just not losing the games anymore. He's actually winning games. And in order to take the next step as a quarterback, you have to go win games. You can't just not lose them. And I think we can agree that with his run that he's been on, he's legit. Elite, no. It takes a lot to be elite. I mean, one guy's elite, he's just going to get to play, play four snaps. You know? You know what I'm talking about. I mean, Frank, yes, you throw passes on the sideline. Who you're referring to, yeah. Gerald. Yeah. Yes, I know elite, who you're talking here's the thing. about. I, there's a lot of terms we use too loosely, and we give it to people too easily. You know, like, I worked hard to be an elite defensive tackle in this league. It took a lot for me to be considered elite because I did it on a team that wasn't winning, mm-hmm. and I still was able to produce playing from behind. And I don't think people understand how hard it is. Like, that's why – T.J. Watt, I put him where I put him because week one, they were losing badly to San Fran. He still had three sacks. Do you know how hard it is to get three sacks when you're playing from behind? They're not passing the ball. Right. So in order to still be a guy in a small market that people don't see you and still be considered – that's that's very difficult. Well, so I don't I don't pass the word elite very easily. I just it's, don't. It's tough to get sacks on a team that's quarterbacked by uh, uh, an elite quarterback like Brock Purdy. See, here's where I'm going on this. Here's where I'm going on this. Here's where I'm going on this. Okay, is that he might not be considered elite, right? But he's playing elite quarterback he's at a very high he level is, not, not very high he's playing at elite level he's playing, he's at playing a high it level. like okay arizona cardinals are coming in uh, they want to put our pelt on the wall i'm gonna go 20 of 21 um who? i know 20 of 21 hey, no, 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 make, make fun all you want you got to beat the teams in front of you you got to ask ask the man in the in the corner about the arizona cardinals and and how they couldn't beat okay, the dallas cowboys i'm not done i'm not done i'll let you finish okay they caught us i don't know if you notice this there's not a producer in our ears saying go to break like yes. there is on sunday yes okay you're right. all right so so here here's what i'm also saying mm-hmm. is that his play has removed the whole conversation of what happened with trey lance from the table gone that's gone okay his play with the contract that he has allows them to pay Bosa and a whole bunch of other people mm-hmm. are going to get theirs because of what he's doing playing elite quarterback mm-hmm. at the rate that he is being paid. Okay. Put it all together yes. and the fact that he's not losing games for them and I understand we haven't seen them down seven three and a half to go. Can Brock Purdy go 80 yards mm-hmm. with only one timeout? We haven't seen that yet. And I totally pick up what you're putting down right there. But the way that he's playing and what he means mm-hmm. for this team and how this team is playing around him, he's an elite quarterback. Okay, can I ask a couple questions? Yes, you're, now the floor is yours, sir. Okay. Yes. Does he have a top 10 player at every position on offense? Um, Debo Samuel, he's not top 10? When Debo Kittles, Samuel. Hold on a second, hold on a minute. I'm going to answer your question. Uh, Debo Samuel, top 10. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, top 10. Okay. Uh, uh, Trent Williams. Okay. Okay. Uh, George Kittle. Okay. Yeah. What about his fullback? He's top 10. Okay. 
Yeah. Does he have defensive player of the year on his team? Okay, so you're saying because they're all that Does good. Does he have the best number two in football right now? So you're saying Brady had a bunch of guys with name tags. Peyton Manning would, you know, did it with Dominique Rhodes I mean, and stuff he, like that. Is that what you're saying? Brock Purdy's a front runner. No, I understand. I what never said that. I said no, we, no. What I said was is Bro, he's not elite. I've said Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy is legit. But Brock Purdy but is elite. Top, Brock Purdy elite. Right now, hold on a second. Let's keep going here. This is too good. Brock Purdy right now is top ten in the league in quarterbacking. Yeah, right. he is. Without that doubt, he's a top ten player himself. This doesn't make you elite. Okay. He's good. He's good. He's I'm gonna playing keep pounding well. This drum. Well. I'm not going to stop really good football. Yeah. He's that played, doesn't he's make you elite. Ten games, eleven games. That, that, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. doesn't make you elite. But he's playing elite quarterbacking, right? Like he's he is. He's playing really good. Not elite. He's not elite. He has five touchdowns. He's playing really good. He's not elite. If he was playing elite, he'd have twelve touchdowns. I have nothing bad to say about Brock Purdy. Except but the question is: Is he elite? No, he's not. Okay. I have zero bad to say about Brock Purdy. Well, the, that dude has proven everybody wrong that said that he Gerald. was just a guy. We were talking about. Yeah, be careful. We were talking before. Who's a more fans. sensitive? Who's a more sensitive fan group? 49er fans or Swifties? That's what we were saying before. At any rate. Yeah. What else? Uh, before I let People you go, people killed me because I said that there wasn't a hold um, on you know, Jermaine Johnson. That wasn't on. That wasn't a hold on Jermaine Johnson. They're not calling it. What does that mean? But Joe, okay, he's listen. waving his arm like it's a fair catch. Okay, did Jermaine? He's like, hey, now I'm being held. This. Now answer me this: Did Jermaine Johnson look like he was trying to really get off the block? He couldn't. That's because he the was... offensive lineman had him here. I don't care if the jersey is. You may see the jersey being pulled. You never seen the offensive lineman's hands do this. His hands never extended, not once. If I shift like this and my arms never extend, they're not calling holding. So was it a was it a defensive holding call on no. Sauce Gardner? No. Okay. I don't so think that should have been called guess what, either. The, guess what? The third and twenty-two wouldn't have happened if the the ball was picked yeah, off. If the ball if the ball okay. Oh my you know, look at him. Hindsight. This guy three and one behind oh, his he's got <laughs> bake. behind his sooner I bake. Know. I just know like you know what we do in the Tampa. That's what I do now. Okay. Max Crosby's elite. Oh, there's no question about that. He I just is a game to throw record. That out there. Okay, let's Max just do this. Dog, let's so just let's do this real there. quick, and I'll send you throughout the day. Uh, Max Crosby's elite. Elite. T.J. Watt. Absolutely. Nick Bosa. Absolutely. Joey Bosa. Yes. Okay. He's elite. Okay. Um, Quinn and Williams. Hmm. Think about it. Okay. He's thinking. No, I don't want to say he's not. Because he, yeah, I'm going to just say yes. Okay. Obviously, Micah, yes. obviously Micah Parsons is elite. Absolutely. Obviously, Aaron Donald Absolutely. is elite. Um, um, who else? Who, who am I missing here? How about the mutant that's in Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, well, that, how <laughs> could I forget him? Yeah. We've talked about this on game day morning. Yeah. Two tight ends traveling. That's, I've never he seen that He is a mutant before. in Cleveland. I'm He's sorry I forgot Miles Garrett. He's uh, a mutant. He is a mutant. Yeah. You are correct. He is. Um, Chris Jones. Chris Jones is, as well. These are all yes. elite pass. How about how about this, Matt Milano? He is elite. Sure. What does that mean? Sure. I mean, if you if, they, if you say so. Okay. I mean, this is your show. I can't oh, tell no, you. No, no, no. Show. Aiden, saying, listen, is Aiden Hutchinson is I'm my guy from Michigan guess. elite? Is, is, is Aiden no, Hutchinson? He's elite? Not elite. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he ain't done it yet. 
hasn't done it yet. Well, ask ask Aaron Rodgers and Jordan okay. Love if he's done it yet. Okay, everybody else we name has been a first team All Pro. Am I lying? Pretty much. Yeah. Has your guy from Michigan even made a Pro Bowl yet? That's well, second I mean, year in the league. It's his second year in the league. Give yeah, me some exactly. time. My All point. Right. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. Yeah. Now I'm, tired of this. now I'm tired of this does conversation. Does he have an elite trajectory? How about Jalen Carter? Yes. Is he elite? No. Okay. Fletcher Cox is. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Fletcher's, I mean, if you want to, once you have an elite tag, you are. Fletcher's a all-decade player. Oh, once you get elite, you can't lose it? Is that what it is? I mean, you can it's lose like, it. It's like a Marine? Once you're you you one, you're always You one? can lose it, but, I mean, Fletcher's okay. Fletcher. <laughs> so I'm never going to say he's not elite. He right. is. Well, enjoy your next two Sundays off while I'm in London. <laughs> I won't be off. I will be up extremely early. Where are you going? Are you coming? Oh, you, oh you're doing the pregame, right? Yeah, I'll oh, okay. be up at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I'll no, say hello. Gonna, I'll say I'm going to enjoy it. Hey, listen, I'm going to enjoy it, but Kurt Fred, I, I'm going to enjoy oh, coffee, too. Kurt and I will FaceTime you from oh, the field. Yes. Oh, man. Gerald, it's great to have you here. Let's do this more often. wonderful being here. This is incredible. Anybody who doesn't get to see this in person, you're missing out. This is great. I've done the phone. It doesn't do the interview justice. This is incredible. I, and I love I'm having you here in person. I had a blast. This was great. Good to see you. It's great it's to great have you to on Game you. Day Morning. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll chat again soon. Yes, we'll, sir. Okay, it's Gerald McCoy right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Latest from the association and your phone calls in a moment. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. See, you guys, see, you guys don't have unique names. What do you mean, see, you guys? <laughs> what do you saying? mean by that? Wow. I'm just saying. There's no one saying, oh, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. I'm going to name my baby Tom. That's not how it works. Tom is too simple. Shaquille, Alshon, these are unique names that people will name their kids. I promise you. Steve, am I right? Steve, am I right or wrong? Steve is not laughing. He's not looking at you. And he is leaning his car. Steve is a regular name. Steve is a regular name. Steve is the name that folks can pronounce. Oh, see, now Steve got another name. Wow. Steve, what's your other name? My real name, which is three people called me, my mom and my grandma. And my wife uh-huh. is is actually Steve On. Now S T E V O N N E. Now Steve On. Steve On. Stevie. Had you used? Have you had you used that name? Had you used that name? Right? And you the le- no. You the legend. You the legend. You are. Had you used that name? Do you know what would have happened? In any city you played in, everybody had a baby with a name their baby, Steve On. You know what would happen? You know what's up? I don't care what city you played in. Carolina, 
Baltimore, whatever city you played in, that city would have had babies with that name. Santa Monica. Every time you score a touchdown, <laughs> they'd have been like, I'm naming my baby. <laughs> Steve on. Well, right? You know right? Well, Steve, Steve on. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Steve on. Oh, Thanks for coming on, Steve on. You got to reach even, even, <laughs> hey, even, hey, even mentioning that name right now, a few light bulbs went off. <laughs> this baby oh, do tomorrow man. perfect. Hey, this baby will do tomorrow perfect. Y'all some dirt bag. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's fun stuff. All of J.B. Smoove and Steve Smith's appearances are on our YouTube page. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. That was fun stuff with Gerald McCoy, huh? Very good, very so good. Great Geraldini here. Uh, Terzo and I has been hanging on forever all today. What's right. All rise. What's up, Terzo? How are you, sir? Well, I've been doing better, but you guys are just calling my fan base entirely sensitive. You are not representative. I'm a Swifty, too. You are not so rep- I'm kind of getting a double blasted here. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, But you are not representative. I, I, I'm telling you, man, the number of people that I got at me because I was saying that I heard that Trey Lance uh, was basically losing the quarterback battle and – looked too choppy in preseason play uh, for that. I was concerned he was not going to, you know, be even the backup. Oh gosh. I got so much full blast of like, I guess that what, what the, the Lancies, right. And you get Swifties and then there were the Lancies, you know, and, and, and now, and now everybody like, where are the Lancies now? They're, they're all like, who cares? Brock Purdy's four and oh, he's amazing. There's, you know, there's one, there's one, there's one on the on the set with you, TJ over there. But he's got, a Lancey. We got, we got more pressing problems coming up Sunday night. Uh huh. Oh yeah. What do we got? What do we got? Yeah. Um, the guy who once gave you, you a ticket to. Bet, TJ. <laughs> I ain't got no issues this weekend. All right, none. He's no. You're you're, you're you you know it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, look. Yeah. Look, we uh, as I've said, we up. have not proven we can. Clear that hurdle. So until it happens, I'm not expecting oh, Dallas. Yeah. That's it. They got to beat them first. And- What's, what else? What else on your mind, Terzo? Anything? Anything else? Well, well, at this at this point, I am super excited because I didn't get to talk to you guys at the end of last week. But I am extremely excited for Dame Lillard to be in Milwaukee. And I know I think like two years ago I was trying to get him there, saying that they should trade just about everything to do it, but. I'm happy that he's there now because this is going to be a fun NBA season. Well, the Portland Trailblazers certainly put their stamp on the Eastern Conference. Thanks for the call, Terzo. They certainly did. Sending Lillard to Milwaukee and not Miami. And then in turn, flipping Jeru Holiday, who they got from Milwaukee, to Boston. To put Jeru Holiday in Marcus Smart's spot. With Brown and with Tatum and with Porzingis, who they got in trading away Marcus Smart. What a yeah, buddy! What a Houdini act that was. Love it. And so let's go. This was Damian Lillard in his arrival in Milwaukee. Obviously, I'm a, a pick and roll player. I've played a lot of pick and roll in my career. And when I think about playing with him, I just I've just tried to figure out how do you defend it? You know, I haven't played against a lot of coverages where teams aren't at the level of the screen, whether it's showing, trapping, 
or just being there to where I got to get the ball up. And I just, I can't imagine him wanting him to have the ball, you know, at the free throw line coming downhill with an advantage. And Chris on the wing and Brooke, you know, you got really good players out there. So um, I've definitely thought about it and I just don't know how you, you know, how you handle that. And I think it's going to be something that, that teams have to put up with and try to figure out. But I'm excited, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of opportunity for me out there because of who he is and vice versa. It's, I mean, what a complete coup from Milwaukee. Within two weeks of Giannis saying, I don't know what's going on here. I need to see some winning. It's one of the, was that one of the first times he's basically fired a significant, I might not, like full Magic Johnson, I might not be here type of, uh, shot across the bow. I mean, he's he's yeah. kind of hinted at it, but never, like, flat out. Like, I need to see something. And um, so Giannis has got to be over the moon as well. And this is going to be tough to stop. And just seeing him there, too. Here's Giannis on playing with uh, Lillard. You got that? Yeah. Uh, obviously... You know, big trade, uh, having them here um, is definitely we, we add on the levels to our team. And we, you know, as you said, top 75, one of those guys that can score 60, 70 in any given night, all-NBA, all-star, you know, MVP caliber player. But at the end of the day, like, Drew was a big part of who we were. And um, even with Drew, we had a chance to win, you know. But uh, I still, I still understand. Like now, we have Dame on the team, and Dame is a great player, and I'm looking forward to play with him. And uh, he's hungry, as I said. He's, you know, he's out there. He's, he's hungry. He wants to win his first championship. So I'm excited that uh, he's on the team. And uh, definitely, I feel like the team have showed, like, you know, um, they've showed that they're committed to win a championship. So I'm happy. And I can't wait to see Lillard in his first instance. Again, I, I didn't watch him in college too much. I'm just assuming he was in this role that he was in in Portland. Of It's all him and only him. He doesn't have to do it himself. So what if he only takes 10 shots one night when Giannis scores, you know, triple doubles on top of everybody else? It's going to be fun. Just seeing Lillard play that free without any of the pressures of it's all you, man. Number zero. It's all on you. I found something Giannis said to be interesting, though, at the end of that interview. He said, at the end of the day, I want to be a Milwaukee Buck for the rest of my career. Why not? As long as we are winning. So that still kind of leaves it out. Like, if something's not, they don't get a title this year, he could still and he mm. talk his way out of town. That that as long as we are winning just kind of stood out to me. Well, he's flexing his muscle because he's Giannis, and he's got a lot of muscle. Did you see him right there? So many muscles, oh, man. His muscles have muscles. He was swole right there. So, let's talk a little bit of muscling. As you know, James Harden wants to muscle his way out of town. Yeah, and uh, he told uh, all of China twice. That I'm never playing for a Daryl Morey general managed coach team again. And he said, let me repeat that, which is why you're referring to twice. Yeah. So, 
What does Daryl Morey have to say about that? He has not spoken publicly since all of that. Oh. Here's Daryl Morey on that subject matter. Yeah, I would say it was hard. I mean, um, I think uh, there are many people uh, who have worked with him for some time, but I've been, you know, right there with anyone else. And, look, I think he's a heck of a basketball player. I like him as a person. Um, you know, it was hard, I think, um, that he felt like that was the right course of action for him at that point. Um, you know, what else, what else can I say? I think, I think he's a tremendous player that will help us if he chooses to be here. And, you know, right now that's not, that's not where he wants to be. Well, it does appear he's, mm-hmm. since that soundbite, he's had either a change of heart or he realizes there's no other options for him than to report. Woj tweeting out that Harden didn't practice at Colorado State University on Tuesday where the Sixers are, but he's expected to arrive in Colorado as soon as today to join training camp. So there's that. Awkward. I mean, the Sixers lead the league in having guys who don't want to be there working out with them, right? Yeah, at some point. I'm Is he going to have a cell phone in his pocket where, exactly. where, where, or the rest of the media will think it's a cell phone in his pocket? <laughs> it's really not a cell phone in his pocket? And Bede's got to be like every year, like you said, it's something. I got some teammate who doesn't want to be here. Well, other than and, that, and how I mean, much longer till he says, I don't want to be here? That's what I'm worried about. Well, that's the whole point is that if, if, if that man's not going to get a ton of Robins like the ones in Milwaukee and Boston – and how far behind are you, right? I mean, didn't Alan Dallas say before, big giant fan, like, hey, it's Knicks season. Like, okay, great. Let's go with that plucky team oh, one more time to hopefully get that four or, or hopefully get the three, the three seed, right, with the Celtics and, the, and yeah. the Bucks or either one or two right there. Let's hope to get the three seed, win our first round series, and then take on one of those two teams. Like, that's, a, that's, that's basically your best path to the basket, unless, of course, you're the Miami Heat. And it doesn't matter. Well, Giannis got hurt last year. And and Jimmy Butler showed up, as we all know, is what, Emo or Evo? What was he? Emo. Emo. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, had this to say about doing heat things once again. Jimmy, for you at this point, (laughs) is it just about a championship? Yeah, it's always been about a championship for me. I mean, it will always be about that. Nothing else... Um, and this is our year. This is the one. And this one's gonna feel real good, by the way. This one is gonna this one's gonna hurt. This one's gonna hurt. I mean they were barely a playoff team last okay. year and they didn't get any better. <laughs> so I don't know what he expects to happen. What he expects to happen is everybody thinks it's either Milwaukee or Boston's world that we're paying rent in. <laughs> it's tough to make a point with TJ on screen with his hair in that wig right now, but well done. When it looks did you good. get that wig? Emo Jefferson. He probably had it. Yeah. Do you have that at home? Is what it is? Turn the mic on. You, hold on. You got turn your mic on. I got some sorry, things, Emo. I, I got some things at home. You know. I mean, TJ, you definitely had that. I don't want to know what you're doing at home. Well, I mean, <laughs> two things. He's basically saying it's going to hurt. Nobody's talking about the heat now. The Portland Trailblazers <laughs> decided not to make a trade with the Heat, although, like we said yesterday, can't imagine they'd gotten the haul that they got through the straight-up 
no three-team trade for Lillard and then the straight-up trade for, you know, Holiday just by going straight up with the Heat. You know, it'd be tough to think that. But that's what he's saying. Like, don't forget us. Oh, yeah. I like it. Golden State, Clippers, Lakers. That's right. We haven't even heard from Golden State. Uh, Paul's there. We haven't mentioned Sacramento, Phoenix, Denver. The the West is so stacked. Where in the East, it's like, who can break through Milwaukee and Boston? Philadelphia, if Harden comes back and is engaged. I don't know. Yeah, you can't uh, count this out. If Coach Tibbs and the plucky, the plucky uh, Vegas spheres. I don't know. He looked skinny. James Harden at the uh, MLS Cup Dude, thing the other day. Uh, I mean, if James Harden shows up and wants to play basketball for the Sixers and win a championship for Daryl Moore, even though he told him the largest nation on earth he would never do it, most populous nation on earth. And that's a lot of people that he told <laughs> Daryl Moore he would never play for. Yeah, Atlanta's still there. Orlando's going to be better. Did you notice one thing about all of these interviews that you see pretty much? Why do NBA players grab the microphones? I don't know. Uh, Every other sport, most athletes show up to these press conferences with the microphones in a stand and they just leave it there and they talk into it. The NBA players, they're just, they're grabbing the mics. I noticed that with Dirk years and years ago. Right. That he was Durant kind of the did first it. one that I've seen. LeBron did it. Yeah. I like it. It's more personal. Isaiah, uh, you know, Manuel like Quickly. It. Look at this. Yeah. Austin Reeves, the original him. Well, the one on the left. <laughs> why don't they just what? grab the mics? Look at Durant. It's like he's having a TED talk. <laughs> There's <laughs> LeBron right in the middle saying he's or not the face of the Lakers anymore. It's. It's uh, Anthony Davis. At first, I was thinking because there wasn't a table in front of any of those guys on the Bucks. But well, the Bucks, see, they like put him in a chair yeah, and then so they give him the mic. But I think NBA yeah. players like just holding they the just microphone. They just like grabbing it and holding it. I, it's that one's. Should we do that around here? We can't, right, yeah. Mike? Yeah, see. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, I've, tr- I've, I've tried to pull this, this out won't a few work. times. This won't work. You cannot grab the microphone. What if I just like do this? I'm just like, no, that, you're going to break the microphone. Okay. And I'm going to have to walk around with it. Like, well, here's the thing: is we can't hold microphones like NBA players. But we can go full emo like NBA players, for sure. And let's see if you can tell who's who. Uh, sorry, radio audience, we've got we got a Roku channel feed. Oh, sorry, there you go. You got TJ. Can't tell if it's you or or Jimmy Butler over there. I simply can't tell. I think I need a new name. All right, all right. Let's take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Eight four four two zero four Rich. Number to dial right here on the program. Uh, we'll finish up with your phone calls on a fun Tuesday show. Who's the person in the NBA front office who had to uh, show emo to Adam Silver? What do you think? Probably my man, Tim Frank. Is that what it is? Tim Frank? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, somebody. Hey, Commissioner, here. Let me show you on my phone. Here's what uh, Jimmy Goldberg's doing. <laughs> so that's basically whenever he's showing up on uh, TNT or whatever. That's, Any that's, type of graphic. That's the headshot? <laughs> that's for the, the rest of the year. For the rest of the year, yeah. Oh, wow. There it is. It's almost lifelike. Can't tell the difference. <laughs> TJ, you could take out your braids, right, and straighten your long hair? Yeah, could we, is that? No, these these are dreadlocks. They're locks, yeah, man. They're locks. I don't want to get them out to cut them. Let's cut them. No. no, no. 
Are you kidding me? I'm like Samson. I'm so then how? So then how did he do this? That's not. Is that a wig? On nah, his... He grew his hair out and then he straightened it. He's looking like a pimp named Slipback. By right. the way, that is an incredible part as I mean, well. I am. That is that is an outstanding hair part. And he, he had, had, had put, like fake rings in his lips and in his, his nose eyebrows. and his eyebrows. Well, I mean, is it's a commitment. Fake? He painted his nails black. I mean, he went all in. You think he really got three lip piercings? Hundred percent. Just for a bit. For you, one can get day? Fake, you can get fake ones. No, yeah, I think he, he didn't did. get it really done. Maybe he didn't he did. really pierce his eyebrow. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. He might be a method actor. That's you know? it's a commitment. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a, that's, a deep that's committing to the bit right there, man. I mean, if you're gonna go, yeah. go. But he definitely had to have gotten his hair done, full yeah. on, full on makeup, Blue artist, out. the whole thing. That had to be like an hour and a half in the chair before, don't you think? Well, people were laughing yesterday, and he was just like, "Come on, guys, stop making me laugh." I'm like, "I'm trying to." I'm trying <laughs> because to those to... things would fall out of his mouth. Yeah, if, if they're not like real. he walked out, and everyone in Miami was just laughing, fantastic. and he's like, "Come on, guys, I'm trying to like be serious it's a bit here." <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. All right, well done. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, later on, uh, we've got the latest. What the Football Podcast, Susie Schuster, Amy Trask, they're getting ready to come out here and record it for you to download wherever you get your podcasts. There's our YouTube page. You can watch it. Kurt Warner is going to be zooming in. Um, and that show is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. It is a frustrating ticket-buying experience world for so many people. I understand it. I'm one of you as well. But I'm just telling you, ever since I got a Game Time account and ever since I started using Game Time, to search for tickets, it has been so easy because they are obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Tickets, uh, the deals, they have them right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It's the the place to find last-minute tickets. And game time guarantee, there's a game time guarantee that means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's so simple, too. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. You see the view from your seat before you buy. All-in prices show you your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Do what we did. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use the code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, re- create your account. Redeem the code RICH for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, Alana has been hanging on in New York City for two and a half hours. What's up, Alana? Thanks for hanging in there. Hi, how are you guys? We're great. What's going on? Um, So I would say I'm pretty happy with the two sports. I was happy. The two sports I follow being coached by Mike McDaniel and Buck Showalter. But I was very surprised when he was fired, and I was wondering if you guys were also surprised. TJ, you're the Met fan. Were you surprised, sir? I was, this whole season was a surprise to me. I had such high hopes, and then we lose our reliever and before the, the season even starts, and then it all went But how is it Buck's fault? Well, you know, that's how it always exactly. happens. You're the manager. You're the head of the, the team. How, but how is it his fault? Max Scherzer, you know, shot, basically. Verlander, you know, isn't isn't – I think like, were, isn't it the fault of the guy who gets the, the, the two guys pushing 40 to be your starting pitchers? I mean, that, you know? that could be. But, you know, there was a lot of ch- – I don't know. <laughs> it just did not work well, out did the it way surprise I was you, It surprised you, it Alana, surprised right? It surprised the Met fans, yeah. the whole fan base, Alana. So it, it, just, it was a hard season. It really was. How bad would it be for you just to become a Yankee fan, Alana? Um, my brother is. 
and I remember when he switched, he decided one day he was like, I wanted to be different. But when I was little, my cousin got me a Yankees jersey, and my dad threw it out in front of her. So I think I have to stay with him now. <laughs> Thank you. That's the story I was trying to elicit. Thank you, Alana. Well done. Uh, Roger in York, Pennsylvania. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Roger? Not, not much, Greg. Love the bracelets, by the way. Um, I want to take you back to January. Lincoln Financial Field. The San Francisco 49ers are winning that game 3 nothing, And I can't remember where it was exactly out on the field, but pass play, Eagles. Yeah, Hassan Reddick ruined the night. Hassan yeah, Reddick yeah. got in there and, and ruined the day. Ruined the game, exactly. wrecked it. That's what he wrecked. I keep telling people that Brock Purdy is the MVP, in my opinion, of the NFL. He is a brilliant, he's a scholarly, smart quarterback. Mm. He is elite. Good God. Look back at his days at Iowa State. The man has been incredible the last, the last four years of his life. And if you, if you take that penalty or that, that, that bad botched non-call away in Philadelphia, mm. you, you turn that game totally around, I think we have a totally different Super Bowl champ. Well, Roger, let's be, I mean, if you want to hit the way-back machine, I appreciate the call. You know, if you want to hit the way-back machine, um, Kyle Shanahan not challenging that pass to Devontae Smith in the first quarter on fourth down. I mean, if he, if he had challenged that, it would have been incomplete and they wouldn't have got the ball. I'm trying to talk to him, Mike, so stop talking to Brockman while I'm trying to engage him on there. What are you I'm watching? Sorry. What are you watching? What's going on over there? I'm sorry. That's okay. Playoff baseball is oh, about to start. fantastic. Yeah. So great. <laughs> sorry, Rich. Oh, I just definitely got to talk about them Rangers and Rays. I'm trying to listen no, to but, you. No, but in, 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 all, in all seriousness, though, like if, if, if Shanahan had challenged that play. They win that challenge. And maybe... Purdy is in a different position, and you're not throwing it, and Hassan Reddick broke the, you know, wrecked the game. Here's the neat thing. This is the beautiful thing about the NFL. Usually more often than not. They're going to play again? Yes, sir. Week 13. <laughs> yeah. Week 13. And then this coming weekend, week five. Those are the games I circled entering the NFC season. Week five, San Francisco-Dallas, rematch of the divisional playoff game. Let's see if there's a different result. Week 13 at Philadelphia, NFC Championship game, rematch. Let's see if there's a different result. That's it. And we'll see who else can join the party. The Lions are tr- attempting to. The Buccaneers are attempting to. The Seahawks are attempting to. The Rams are raising their hands saying, look at us. <laughs> you know, we'll see if there's another team that can make a run over the next month. But that's the beautiful thing about it. But you can sit here. Look, Purdy's been great. You know how I've been singing his praises. But the reason why you call defensive ends game wreckers is because Hassan Reddick can wreck a game like he did by wrecking Purdy's elbow and wrecked the game. Game was over. Legitimately wrecked the game for the 49ers. Man, I can't wait for that. And I appreciate today's program. A lot of fun with Lewis Black and Gerald McCoy in studio. And then Matt LaFleur of the Green Bay Packers on this program. Tomorrow, David Spade sitting in. <laughs> nice. Uh, in the guest chair. I'm heading to London oh, after tomorrow's right. show. He, you can't get rid of me fast enough. <laughs> I appreciate that. Again, what the football with Susie and Amy Trask. Soon as we are done, and your ear gates and on YouTube, we're about to wrap this up on the Roku channel in a sec. <laughs> 